Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new podcast. It's called Seek Within. And my name is Dr. Savvy, and I'm hopefully going to be your host here for the next 20 minutes or so on a regular podcast that explores with you the aspects of Sikhism. Now, Sikhism has been around for well over 500 years, I think approaching 600, and it's one of the youngest religions. And what we want to do is use the medium of English and the technology that's out there and share with you some thoughts, some translations, some fantastic shabads, and hopefully learn together more about Sikhism and so we can actually better understand each other, especially from an interface perspective as well. So the format of the show is mostly going to be the following. A quick introduction from me, that's Dr. Savvy, followed by maybe a shabad, a story, hopefully some discussions and some interviews in the future, and we hope to also feature a particular CD from someone who's recently bought something out. Like I said, it will mainly be in English, and we hope to have your company on a regular basis, hopefully every week. And we actually have got a podcast site up at the moment as well. It's called HTTP colon seek within, that's one word, dot blogspot.com. So let's move ahead with a fantastic shepherd from someone in Australia called Diasing. I'd just like to say that most of the tracks that we have here, we've had permission from the particular artist to play their particular tracks and we hope you'll enjoy them as well. Fantastic CD by Diasing. Diasing's based over in Australia. One of the wonderful things he does do when he actually does play Shabbats is sometimes in the middle he'll actually have a little bit of a translation. And we're going to play a little bit more because he does actually, within the Shabbat, actually go into an English translation. Let's hear it. My mind, the tape measure. My tongue, the scissors. Bhagat Namdev, a tailor by profession talks about love of God. My mind, the tape measure. My tongue, the scissors. I think and narrate his name, shortening piece by piece my transmigration. What caste, what lineage? The Lord's name I meditate upon and worship. 
I dye myself in his color, I sew in his name, my needle of gold, my thread of silver, I stitch and sew and worship his name. And you just heard just there, fantastic translations so we can all understand uh, aspects of Gurmukhi, uh, which is the language of Sikhs, uh, as well as Punjabi, and it's translated into English, so therefore you have a fantastic bridge. Now, one of the things I did do is I did actually meet Daya Singh uh, a few times, and uh, I really like what he's actually doing, and he tours around the world. Uh, he has his daughters, uh, his family, uh, and he's totally dedicated. And he's actually part of the world music phenomenon that's going on at the moment. I believe a few years ago, I think, during the millennium period, uh, his particular group was voted as, I think, the cultural world best band, I think, over in Australia, and he uh, has performed to lots and lots of audiences, I think even in the Sydney Opera House as well. So let's move into the second part of the program. Now the second part of the program is myself reading out, um, and I've got to tell you that we do have a little team in the background, and if you go to the, uh, the website, you can actually find out who these people are, who help out with translations, as well as some of the um, information that I can bring to you on a regular basis. So let's talk a little bit about history, because um, this particular part of the program, we're going to explore some history together. Now the history of the Sikh religion dates back to the birth of Guru Nanak in 1469, and in his day, as perhaps now, virtue had become to be identified with virtuosity, prayer with pretentiousness, and piety with perjury, and welfare with wealth, and political authority was unjust and extortion against the people. The land was owned by contractors who fleeced the people to the utmost to get enough for their own profits, and for the heavy bribes which secured privilege for the future, corruption and disorder was everywhere, it was rampant, and the country basically was prey to brutal murderers. It was desiccated by cruelty and wasteful vice, honour, and places were pretty bought and sold. So we had a pretty terrible situation along with superstition. The religion was nothing but a refuge for superstition, bigotry, ritualism, and that was a pretty terrible situation. It was confined to particular forms of eating and drinking and particular ways of bathing and painting the forehead and other such mechanical observances. And the priests alone could study the scriptures and them alone were accessible to higher truths and consolations of the Hindu philosophy. Now our religion, the Sikh religion, believes in respecting all religions. But unfortunately at the time, um, we found there was lots of superstition. And on the other side, there was another situation, the Mughal Empire were hunting Hindus um, and basically if you look at the history of Punjab it has had lots and lots of invaders over time. So the Sikh religion was pretty fantastic in terms of the fact that Guru Nanak came along and he actually said, well look, you know, there's lots of superstition there which is terrible and on the other side there's kind of religious persecution which is also terrible as well and Guru Nanak knew well the consequences of his birth and he knew well about what was actually going on in the background. Very carefully he studied the whole situation and they reached the conclusion that constitutional agitation and active resistance to the ruling, ruling deputism were out of the question. He therefore visualised that this gigantic task would have to be done slowly and patiently in more than one generation. And this is what someone's actually written. 
Now, when we look at it and we look at and see what actually happened over time, we had 10 gurus and they actually brought out a fantastic religion, which is Sikhism, which respects other religions, which does away with caste. And we are united together in something known as the Khalsa. So as we do future programs, we'll be discussing more and more about the contribution of all the Sikh gurus. But for the moment, what we can share with you today is the fact that Guru Nanak coming into this world really gave us a fantastic religion that we should all rejoice in. Now, second part of the program. I'm very pleased to say to you guys out there and girls that we've had someone called Indycore. Now, Indycore has just actually produced an album. It was um, last year. I was fortunate enough to write a review about it. And I'm actually going to play just a minute's worth. Um, you can actually find out more uh, about this album by visiting www.mus1k.com and I'm really appreciative to IndieCore who's allowed us to actually play just a quick excerpt and we might play an excerpt next week I've asked her for an interview and hopefully we'll be able to get that mini disc from her and share with you her views on what she thought about when she brought the album out and it's a fantastic accessible CD fantastic tracks on the album there's also some wonderful things that you can actually listen to tracks that you can listen to hopefully meditate to now um, we move into the basically the fourth part of the program what we're looking at here is to actually talk you through a story and every week I'll choose a different story and as we're talking about Guru Nanak this week and the fantastic uh, Sikh gurus that brought about our new fantastic religion Sikhism I wanted to tell you just a quick story about Guru Nanak and his birth and his early childhood. Now Guru Nanak was the founder of the Sikh religion and was born in the morning on the 20th of Vesak in the year 1526. That day corresponds to the 15th of April 1469 but for some reasons we need not set forth here his birth anniversary for a long time has been observed during November, approximately October November. His birthplace was in a small place called it's a small village basically called Tawandi Raiboy. It was in this place of Guru Nanak that it later became to be known as Nanakasar. It's situated about 80 kilometers west of Lahore. Now some of you may or may not know this, but a lot of the part of Punjab now actually is in Pakistan and post a partition uh, created by the British, we actually saw a split. So there are actually many Sikh temples that are still in Pakistan. So at the time, that particular area is uh, now in Pakistan but wasn't, it was part of India in general. Now Rai Bo was originally a Hindu Rajput of some tribe known as the Bharti tribe. He and his son Ra Bula had adopted the religion of the bigoted Muslim rulers. Thereupon he had been granted a jagir of about a dozen villages around Talwandi. Guru Nanak's father was Kaldain Das Bedi. He was properly known as, properly known as Metakali. The Sikhs prefer to call him Babakali. 
He was in Rai Buller's service as a patwari or agent and accountant. Therefore, he lived in Talwendi. The Guru's mother was Mata Tripata. His sister, Bibi Nanaki, was born in 1464 AD and she got her name as she took birth in her Nanaki home, the home of her nana or maternal grandfather. Guru Nanak, born five years later, was given the name because he was Bibi Nanaki's brother. In accordance with the general practice among the Hindus, Metakalu sent for his family priest or astrologer, Pandit Haridal, and asked him to draw up the baby's Jampatri or horoscope. Before proceeding with his work of drawing up the horoscope, he wanted to have a look at the child. After some hesitation on Mata Tripati's part, his request was granted, and the infant was brought to him. On seeing him, Haridal bowed before him and touched his feet. He then congratulated Metukalu and said, Fortunate, very fortunate indeed you are, in the terms of the fact, to have one as your son. He will be a great person. He will be loved and respected and worshipped by Hindus and Muslims alike. His name and fame will spread over many lands and he will win untold riches and honour. He will be a unique king of kings. Sweet as honey were these words to Matukalu and Mata Prabhupada. And Babu Kalu was a man of the world. He rejoiced to think that his son would one day acquire fame and power and he would be a successful worldly man. The infant Nanak was a most unusual child. He never cried, not even when he was hungry. There was a sunny smile in his face all the time. All who saw him felt drawn towards him. As he lay in his cradle, his eyes sparkled with joy. Sometimes his face became calm and serious. It would seem that he was lost in deep thoughts. As years went by, he grew up to be even more winsome and charming. He was not like other children of his age. He did not waste time and energy in idle, meaningless talk or gossip. He did nothing mischievous or naughty. He liked simple food and simple tidy dress. He was good and kind and he enjoyed doing good to others and helping those who needed help. He loved all who came in touch with him. He loved the poor more than any all others. He helped them whenever and as much as he could. He gave them everything and that and he could manage to get hold of in his house. Above all, he gave them his sympathy and love. This always made him happy and he never boasted of his good deeds. He never let any pride enter his heart and he was ever sweet and humble. He was a very healthy and active child. He liked to run about and play with other children of his age. He had a number of playmates. All of them were very fond of him. They regarded him as their leader and obeyed him most readily in all matters. He never quarreled with anyone and if he found some of his comrades fighting, he would make them stop fighting and be friends again. He was fond of his playmates too and he used to take them to his house now and then. They would request his mother to give him some sweets. Mother Trapati was kind-hearted and a generous lady. She loved her son's playmates tenderly and would readily bring out a tray full of sweets for them. He himself gave the sweets to his companions. He took great pleasure in serving others in this way. Such acts, he used to say, please the Father above, who loves us all. There was a pond of clear water near the Guru's house. It was surrounded by a green, grassy plot. He was very fond of this place, and sometimes he would go near the plot, pond all alone, and sit there for hours with half-shut eyes, thinking of God all the time. Raya Buller often used to watch the Guru, thus engaged in divine meditation. 
He soon came to love and cherish Guru Nanak. Later he built a room on the spot in memory of the Guru's divine game. He also changed the pond into a tank. Long afterwards the tank was enlarged by a devotee of the Guru. A beautiful Gurdwara was built at that place and is now called Baalalal, the child's playground. Soon another trait of his personality became visible. Whenever a beggar, a needy man, a sandhu or a fakir called at the door, the child guru would run into the house, take hold of whatever food, article or clothing he could get his hands on and, with a beaming compassionate face, deliver it into the hands of the beggar. Little did his father relish such wasteful charity, but what could he do? The guru was fantastic even at that age and he continued to be. So that concludes that particular part of the program. Now, if you can listen to the, uh, we guess, meditation uh, mantra type track going on in the background, this is actually by an artist known as Sanatan Kaur, and I'm a really big fan of hers. And if you just listen to it a little bit more, I'm sure you'll get into the wonderful rhythm that it produces in your mind and in your soul. As I was saying about Sonata Kaur, she's actually produced loads of really great albums and recently uh, and I will play an excerpt, a snippet as they call it, from this album next time I actually record this podcast and I'm hoping to do this on a weekly basis with my team in the background and that particular album is called Mother's Blessing. I got it within 24 hours when it was on um, Amazon but this particular track in the background is a wonderful track. I believe it's from uh, one of her earlier albums. She's on an album called Grace. Um, definitely check it out um, but I, I love this particular track it really reminds me of the way in which one fuses into Vigru that's wonderful Lord within
that's just a little uh, sample there. You can actually go to a fantastic website called uh, www.spiritvoyage.com if you wish to buy the album. And also, she's actually featured on a fantastic website that she has called uh, www.sanatamcore. And that's spelled S-N-A-T-A-M Core, K-A-U-R.com. Now, over the following weeks, as we continue with this podcast, we'd love to get your feedback on uh, what you feel about this program. Like I said, uh, I call it a bridge. Uh, I did actually used to do a program a few years ago on a, on a radio show. It used to be on a Sunday morning. And one of the things that we used to do there was we would play some shabbos, that's uh, Sikh hymns, and we'd have some competitions. Uh, the program was about 45 minutes long. So we'll see how this program develops. And like I said, the format that I've got at the moment is little bit of an introduction, uh, playing a Shabbat that hopefully you really like, um, some translations in there, uh, some history about Sikhism and a story as well. And what we're also playing right now is something that I think has got fantastic deepness to it uh, that brings out uh, an understanding and a kind of melding uh, with Vaiguru, which is a wonderful Lord. Now we are playing feature tracks as well uh, and this particular show has featured a track from a fantastic CD from IndieCore called Keep On Walking and uh, as I said before you can get that from www.mus1k.com uh, and when you go to the site you can actually um, hear tracks online just tiny snippets from uh, her fantastic album and if you'd like it you can actually buy it online as well and this is a, a wonderful part of this particular track and uh, let's just uh, turn that up and I'll ask my team member here who's controlling all the uh, the background mixes and stuff just to let you get an insight into that now one of my uh, favorite artist is uh, Stevie Wonder. Now, one of the things he did a few years ago was a fantastic album called Songs in the Key of Life. And uh, I quite like this little track that was uh, played by him, made by him, kind of, kind of mostly composed and uh, he did most of the work on it. And a lot of artists have actually sampled him since, especially this particular track. And uh, let's just share with you a tiny snippet of that. And uh, it's called When You Have uh, a Little Bit of an Issue, well, you should be talking to God anyway, but uh, he says, uh, go and have a talk with God. Now the um, podcasts in the Sikh area are now developing. Uh, we've actually got an XML link so that other people can actually uh, tune in. Uh, you can subscribe to the feed. And hopefully by the time you hear this, you've actually heard this through iTunes because we're going to register at quite a few sites uh, and develop the program as we go along. So as I said before, a little bit of uh, uh, history, a little bit of translation and some fantastic shabbats that uh, hopefully you'll enjoy. And yeah, you can't do anything about enjoy them because they have fantastic meanings to them. Uh, they really are harmless and uh, they really bring out fantastic meanings of uh, spirituality. And one of the things I just wanted to share with you also was uh, some more thank yous because uh, we've had some support from uh, mrseek.com in terms of talking to Grimistic Singh who actually runs that. 
He also runs a fantastic website called uh, seeknet.com. That's www.seeknet.com. And I'm really grateful to him for giving us some permission to also play some items from there. And uh, I strongly encourage you to have a look out in iTunes or whatever mechanism you use to actually get hold of some podcasts and uh, try and learn more about Sikhism itself. So this is uh, really a 30-minute program. We hope to stretch it out to 45 minutes with some real valued education in Sikhism. Uh, And uh, I've really kind of enjoyed working with the team. I'm really pleased that you had an opportunity to download it. Uh, if you have any feedback, please give it to us at uh, http colon forward slash forward slash seekwithin.blogspot.com. Now, I just wanted to leave out just, just a quick message. I quite uh, understand aspects of interfaith, and uh, it was interesting. There was uh, an album produced a few years ago by an group of uh, guys and girls from across the world. I think it was mainly two people that went out and recorded different people. Uh, it's really kind of a world music kind of a phenomena. Um, I'm going to ask my, my team here just to play it from the beginning because there's a little hidden message there. There's lots of stuff on, uh, uh, I guess, TV. There's lots of issues about celebrity. In my view, the true celebrities are the people that are out there helping people who go out uh, into the world, uh, not the ones that necessarily show themselves in front of the TV and uh, are eager for fame but those kind of the humbleness that sits out there to help people uh, in the world, uh, so they're making the world a better place. Uh, Though there's a war going on, they're out there and they're helping them out. If there's a famine out there, they're out there helping them out. They're kind of like unsung heroes and they're the ones who are the true valued, uh, I guess, celebrities. But so when you're listening to your TV channels, radio, whatever, think about those people and think about maybe making a contribution as well, you know, leaving an imprint, in the world and thanking God for actually coming into the world and having an opportunity to help each other. So I'm actually going to ask my team to play that track from the beginning and just actually uh, play out with it. Uh, And it's from a group called uh, One Giant Leap because obviously they've jumped around the world and captured voices and messages from around the world that we can all share and hopefully bringing humanity together. So let's hear it and hope to see you soon. Like I said, I hope this uh, podcast is going to be a regular weekly uh, event and I look forward to you tuning in and I also look forward to all your feedback that hopefully you can give us at the team uh, here in seekwithin.blogspot.com so thanks a lot again and thank the wonderful Lord for the victory because uh, it is his victory they're better looking and they're much more interesting and they're richer than your real friends and relatives Let's go.